2: So, OM Times Radio, IOM FM.
1: Tonight on Unleashed, more good news for Joe Biden. So, what is he waiting for? Why doesn't he just get in already? Bad news for Hillary, of course. John Boehner prepares to make his exit. And uh, I have some concerns about that, believe it or not. Uh, Marco Rubio and Jeb Bush remind us, of course, who's really in charge of things. Continuing to run for president anyway. Anyway, it is Tuesday, September 29th, 2015, just after 11 p.m. Eastern. Matt Connerton Unleashed starts right now. have come here to
0: chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of
2: bubblegum.
1: We are live as I uh, turn up my microphone here. (laughs) We'll slow on the draw tonight. But uh, we are live at the uh, Uptown Auto Repair Studio in Manchester, New Hampshire. Welcome to the show. We are, of course, live on OM Times Radio. Uh, Every Tuesday and Thursday night, you can hear us on OM Times Radio at 11 p.m. Eastern, as you are right now. And, of course, we are also five nights a week on the IPM Nation live station, Channel 1, IPM Nation 1. Uh, And, uh, of course, we have the television edition of Unleashed, which you can watch on IPM Nation uh, tomorrow, because tomorrow's Wednesday, every Wednesday, on, uh, on IPM Nation, the television edition, and a uh, very, very special television edition this week, which I will get to in a moment. But wonderful to have you with me tonight. Uh, Jen has the night off, so I'm all alone here in the studio. So tonight is a good night. If you would like to participate in the show, to give us a call. You can call us at 617-417-4IPM. 617-417-4IPM, as in IPM Nation, if you're wondering where the IPM comes from, <laughs> and uh, give us a call. Or you can text to that very same number. If you're a little shy, if you're a little bashful, you don't, you don't want to call because a lot of people just, you know, uh, don't want to make phone calls anymore. Everybody just wants to text. So uh, that's fine. I get it. But, uh, you know, I do it too. Uh, but, uh, again, 617-417-4IPM. Or if you don't like the IPM, 617-417-4476. I had to stop and and think about it, what the actual digits were. (laughs) So, uh, of course, there are other ways you can participate, too. We do have an active chat room on IPMNation.com. In fact, if you go to IPMNation.com slash MCU radio, all the different ways you can participate are right there. The phone number is there. The tab for the chat room on the far right of the screen is there. You can click that and enter the chat room. That does seem to be the preferred mode of communication for a lot of folks. Uh, Of course, uh, the Twitter link is there. So, you know, you can tweet me at any time, really, at Matt Connerton. Uh, And, of course, uh, the uh, Facebook link is there. We do have the Matt Connerton Unleashed Facebook page. Please like it if you haven't done so already. Whether you like the show or whether you like to hate the show, you can still click like. I heard that there is actually a dislike button finally coming to Facebook, but uh, I've been hearing that rumor for years, so it's probably not true. Uh, apparently Facebook having some uh, issues lately with the, the app and whatnot, some uh, outages, as they say. Um, so let's see what else is going on. So i give you all the contact info for the show. Uh, So, again, feel free to call or text if you're listening live. If you're not listening live, uh, then uh, that won't do you any good. (laughs) But, you know, you can tweet me anytime. You can Facebook me anytime or Facebook us anytime, as it were. The chat room is always active on IPM Nation because there's always something going on there. A lot of cool stuff happening there. Um, We have uh, um, some political issues that we'll get into tonight. Of course, some housekeeping uh, I have a few things to tell you, a few programming notes. So one thing uh, very excited to tell you because, uh, of course, uh, Dr. Kevin of the Dr. Kevin Show, uh, of course a very important part of Ohm Times Radio, actually uh, Dr. Kevin uh, was the originator of the Dr. Kevin Radio Network, which later became simply DKRN, which eventually was uh, purchased and absorbed or acquired, whatever uh, term you want to use for it, by Ohm Times Radio. Uh, Dr. Kevin, of course, um, you know, his show, the Dr. Kevin show, as part of the merger. The uh, acquisition went to Ohm Times, as well as this program and a few of the other shows on, on DKRN. Uh, and, of course, um, I have a long association with Dr. Kevin. I've known Dr. Kevin for probably about a decade now. Um, and he will be... Uh, on my show tomorrow on the television edition of Matt Connerton Unleashed. So you'll want to check that out. That is, uh, every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on IPM Nation. You can see the show. Uh, we're live at 2, 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. And then we do put the show up. So it's available on demand. Usually we get it up by about 9 p.m. Eastern time on both our YouTube and our Vimeo channels on IPM Nation. And you can, you can get to all that through the IPMNation.com website. So we will have that available for you, uh, whether you get to watch it live or, uh, or check it out later. I know because of the time of day that the show's on, a lot of people just watch it later. Uh, but uh, either way, but we hope you can join us live and call into the show and say hi to Dr. Kevin. So it'll be great to see him. He spent the summer in the U.K. with Olivia Stefanino, who uh, she also had done a show uh, on uh, DKRN, uh, Olivia Unzipped. And uh, Dr. Kevin went over there and spent the summer with her in the uk and they did some great stuff there and now he's back he's back uh actually he's right here in new hampshire where i'm broadcasting from right now so he's um he's about 40 minutes uh from here but he's going to come to the uh the tv studio in manchester tomorrow and sit down with me from two to three so that'll be great always great to see dr kevin and uh, like i said we have a long association so um i met dr kevin originally through norm moody uh, host of Norman Friends. Uh, I was Norm's co-host on Norman Friends, uh, which is a television program that you can also see on IPM Nation uh, Wednesdays from four to six p.m. Eastern, and uh, that's how I met Dr. Kevin ri- originally. Um, and uh, this weekend, uh, this past weekend on the twenty-sixth, I had the honor and privilege of uh, being one of the folks at uh, Norm's psychic event. Now, I am not myself a psychic. Uh, I, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm I'm kind of a skeptic. <laughs> about all of it, to be completely honest with you, although uh, I think um, you know i 've met a lot of great people who are psychics and and you know very very good friends and uh, and it was cool to to get to see some of those people. I was there doing hypnosis uh, for those of you who don 't know uh, and I know that long time listeners are aware of this, but in addition to becoming unleashed uh, when I discuss politics and sometimes I get very animated and raise my voice and such. I can also be very relaxing and speak in a very soothing tone and bring you into a very deep state of relaxation and hypnosis. I know that a lot of the OM Times listeners are probably interested in that type of thing because a lot of what, uh, well, you know, OM, as in OM Times, that's, you know, a a meditation thing, OM. Um, So, you know, I do that too. That's my other career. Although the two careers, my media career and my hypnotherapy career, bleed into each other in many, many ways. Um... And in fact, my association with Norm is an example of that, where I did s- for seven years, I was his co-host on television, and uh, I've participated in many of these events uh, with him, where I've been there not as his co-host, but as one of the uh, vendors, if you will. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of psychic readers at these and, and other types of folks. and and uh, But I'm the uh, hypnotherapist, so... Uh, I get to, to have fun with that. I, it had been a long time, actually, since I'd done one of Norm's events. Um, I was his co-host up until a couple of years ago. And he and I parted amicably, by the way. Uh, I know that some people like to, I don't know if stir things up is the right word, but people are always interested in the dirt and they want the behind-the-scenes stuff. And Norm can be a little polarizing in some ways. So... Uh, some people like to think that we had some sort of falling out or argument or something, and it, not the case at all. It was a mutual part of the parting of the ways and completely amicable. It was just kind of a mutual realization that um, seven years is a long time, <laughs> and and we both needed a change. So uh, he has a new co-host. Well, I don't know if she's new anymore. It's been a couple of years, but Lori Powers Otto, who is uh, phenomenal, and I still go on the show very often as a guest. So in some ways, it's like I never really left. But uh, when I was his co-host, you know, we would do, you know, once a quarter, on average, we would do an event. And I didn't realize how much I missed them. This was the first Norm uh, psychic event that I had done since leaving his show. And, uh, you know, I saw a lot of people I hadn't seen in a long time and got to hang out with Norm and see what he does with his readings. He's always the superstar at these events, with the psychic readings. He's just, I mean, they line up, just one right after another. And I got to do some stuff and just a lot of fun. And uh, I look forward to the next one. Uh, I, I It's one of those things where, you know, after not participating in, in, for a while, I just didn't realize how much I missed it. So, but, uh, you know, I don't know. It's its interesting to kind of look at all these, all these people and how they've come into my life. At least it's interesting for me. You guys are probably like, come on Matt, let's get to the politics. But anyway, (laughs) but I did want to publicly thank Norm for inviting me to do the event and for introducing me to Dr. Kevin, who's going to be on the Matt Connerton Unleashed television edition tomorrow. See, it all ties together. So that's the thing. Even when I ramble about this stuff that you guys quite honestly probably couldn't give a crap about, I find a way to tie it all together. Well, I shouldn't say I find a way to tie it all together. It's already tied together. I'm just pointing it out. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> we'll uh, we'll talk about old friends and old connections a little bit more when we come back, because I have something else I wanted to mention uh, in that regard, something else that's happening. And uh, and then we'll get to, to some politics, because tis the season, and we've got a lot to talk about. So don't go away. It's going to be a fun show. More Unleashed coming up right after the break. We're live on OM Times Radio and IPM Nation 1. We'll be
2: right back. The Real Conscious Connection, OM Times Radio, IOM FM.
0: Eros Evolution. where sexuality and spirituality meets. Join me, clinical sexologist Martha Tara Lee on Eros Evolution on Thursdays, 4 p.m. Eastern on OM Times Radio.
2: What if business could be fun? What if business is the adventure of living? What are you choosing? Where do you do business that makes it easier, more fun, or more joyful for you? We'd love to see where you do business. Connect with us on Instagram at joyofbusiness or Twitter at joyofbusiness. And share your pictures with hashtags businessdonewhere and joyofbusiness. Let's change the world with business.
1: Matt Connerton here. Join Jen Coffee and I twice a week for Matt Connerton Unleashed, a political talk show that's a little different than what you're used to. No liberal or conservative agenda here, just an honest dialogue about truth and how things really work in the world of politics. Matt Connerton Unleashed every Tuesday and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern on Ohm Times Radio.
2: Bringing you the best of the conscious minds in the world. Ohm Times Radio. Your conscious lifestyle on steroids.
1: Matt Connerton, Unleashed. We are live on this glorious Tuesday evening. It is Ryan here and I have
0: a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver?
1: sending a, a Facebook message to uh the wonderful Joe Crawford, host of the Joe Show. Uh Wednesdays right here at six PM Eastern. Um no, I'm sorry, ten PM Eastern. It's the O spot with Rachel Kenley that is six PM Eastern. I try to keep all this straight in my head. I don't know why I bother. I should just look at charts and graphs and things <laughs> instead of trying to access an actual memory. It's a lot of it's a lot to keep track of, but uh uh oh okay. Joe just answered my question. Um, So uh, I wanted to mention one other thing uh, about, you know, like I I said, you know, old friends and such. So last night uh, I was on a program called Retro Spectrum Radio and uh, with a a gentleman named Paul Cormier. And uh, we did something we hadn't done in four years, which was a live broadcast. Retrospectrum Radio hosted by Paul was uh, it was um, it had a I don't know. It ran on IPM Nation for seven or eight or nine months. I'm not sure exactly how long. It was our number one show for a long time. And Paul and I had a bit of a falling out, and that was the end of Retro Spectrum radio on IPM Nation. And it's is funny, you know we patched things up eventually, and here we are four years later, and last night we did a little uh, test broadcast, and uh, just to see how it went and uh, just to make sure that we had everything ready on a technical level, because starting next Monday night, at 8 p.m. Eastern on IPM Nation 2 uh, will be uh, the return, officially, of RetroSpectrum Radio. But even just, like, messing around, uh, you know, testing out the sound equipment and everything last night during the show, uh, we had a ton of listeners. And I update the stats every day on IPM Nation. And even just with our little unofficial, uh, you know, sort of half-assed show last night, uh, just kind of test the waters... Uh, retrospectrum Radio is now already the number four uh, show on IPM Nation. We had a lot of people tune in just based on Paul's Facebook posts, just to hear us kind of try out the new software and the new setup and everything. So uh, very interesting, <laughs> but you know, it's it's um, you know, you 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 grow up, you, you get older, and you you work through your your uh... differences with with folks and you know you look back and you say or i do anyway in this case like with paul i look back and say yeah he was kind of a jerk sometimes by his own admission but you know what i could have handled him better and uh... well i'll tell you that's something i've learned you know you learn that as a business person um, certainly you know and in but also too with my background in the entertainment industry and working with musicians. And I've done a lot of management stuff. I mean, I've played in a lot of bands, and that can be difficult um, in terms of uh, dealing with th- different personalities and whatnot, the dynamics of that. A band, in, in a lot of ways, is very much like a family. You know, and when, when you're, you know, your, your family, of course, I think this is probably true for most people, you know, you, you love each other, you love your family, but you don't always get along. Um, and being in a band is very much like that. And then when you're managing bands and working with promoting bands and, and that can be, be very challenging. And, and there's a lot of things over the course of my career, you know, I can, I can look back at things that happened, uh, particularly on the music end, you know, the hypnotherapy app, a- uh, aspect of, of what I do has been relatively drama free. Uh, but, but I look back at a lot of the things that I've done music industry wise and and in the and the in the entertainment business and you know I look back at things ten years ago, twelve years ago, and go, Wow, I handled that poorly, <laughs> and even four years ago, you know when when Paul and I had our falling out, um, I handled that poorly because that could have been easily fixed, um, and he wanted to fix it, and I was the one saying, no, I think we're done, which wh- not only was it unfortunate in terms of you know um our friendship uh which I'm, I'm glad to have that back too but just in terms of uh also too on a from a business standpoint it was it was a bad thing to not want to work that out you know but uh but but we have and and we're relaunching that show officially next monday i'll be there as the uh, uh as a uh, in a producer's role and i'm sure i'll be on the mic sometimes and uh i met his new co-host last night and it's going to be really good so the return of Retrospective Radio next Monday at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern on IPM Nation 2. Um, someone else who Paul used to be very good friends with, and they haven't patched things up, is uh, Dan Randlett, a uh, longtime uh, member of the IPM Nation family. He's been with us from the very beginning, actually. And I'm going to be the best man at his wedding uh, this coming Sunday. So, uh, I don't know. N- nothing really more to say about that, I guess. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. We'll, we'll get into some politics here. So um, I mentioned uh, during the intro uh, Joe Biden. This showed up on NBCnews.com. You know, and I've, I've been talking, I've been predicting that Joe Biden is going to get in. He's crazy not to get in. Uh, but I, I thought by the end of this month he would be announcing something. It's almost October. It's the 29th as we do this show right now. And... Uh, you know, and I, I, I'm always specific about the date because I know a lot of people. If you don't have a chance to hear this on live, you know, Home Times has this wonderful radio on demand where you can go and grab the archive and listen to it anytime you want to, which is is really great. Um, but uh, but as I am live now for you live listeners, it is almost October, and uh, Joe Biden. Who knows if if you listen to this on demand by the time you hear this, maybe Biden will have gotten in. But I'm just I'm really kind of surprised. You know, don't make a liar out of me, Joe. Can I call you Joe? Uh, it's a Sarah Palin reference. Remember their their debate. Um, so, uh, you know, he, he still hasn't gotten in. But let me read this. This is what showed up on NBC. Uh, it says Biden would enter 2016 race as most popular candidate, according to a poll. Carrie Dan wrote this. I'll read this. Uh, Joe Biden hasn't yet announced his plans for 2016 White House bid, but a new poll shows that he would enter the race as the most popular presidential candidate if he chose to toss his hat into the ring. According to a new NBC News Wall Street Journal poll, 40% of Americans have a positive impression of Biden, while 28% have a negative impression of him. Uh, And uh, that has a margin of error of of 12%. Uh, That's compared to... Oh, not a margin of error. I'm sorry. It's... um, it's uh 12, uh, his, I, I'm sorry, this is, uh, the way this is written, it's in a format that I'm not used to. Uh, no, it's showing that he's up 12% in terms of positive to, ne- to negative. Uh, that's compared, it doesn't actually indicate here what the margin of error is, but that's compared to fellow Democrats, Bernie Sanders, uh, who's plus 10, and Hillary Clinton minus 8, and the top tier GOP candidates, Ben Carson, plus 8, Carly Fiorina, plus 8, and Donald Trump, down thirty three that 's in terms of, again of their that 's not poll numbers in terms of who would win a primary or a general election. This is uh, positive versus negative impressions. You used to hear this referred to as a Q rating i haven 't heard that term in a while. Uh, it says here Biden would also outperform Clinton in hypothetical head to head general election matchups against top republican presidential hopefuls that 's important uh, if the two thousand and sixteen election were held today. Voters overall say they'd back Clinton over Trump by 10 points. Uh, By the way, there's a lot of variance in this from poll to poll, Uh, 49 to 39% according to this poll. Uh, But the former Secretary of State would be satisfactorily tied with Fiorina, 45% for Fiorina to 44% to Clinton. Uh, Carson, 46% for Carson. Uh, I don't want to go through all this. Here's the point. Um, If you want to read the whole thing, it's up at NBCNews.com. It's on their front page. Biden would enter 2016 race as most popular candidate. Read that. But here's here's the point that I want to make. Um, this is his for the taking. I firmly believe that Joe Biden, if he wants it, if he wants it, can be the Democratic nominee in 2016. Hillary continues to implode. Nobody trusts her. I mean, I'm not saying... I'm not writing, by the way, the epitaph of the Hillary Clinton campaign. I want to be clear about that. Uh, I I think she very well could still be the nominee. Um, It's not going to be Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders is doing great, and it's fun watching him make Hillary sweat. But I really don't think he's going to be the nominee. Would I rule it out? No. Nothing is impossible. Um, Look, uh, Trump versus Sanders in the general election. Do I think that's possible? Yes, I do. Do I think it's likely? Not particularly. But do I think it's it's not impossible? I don't even necessarily think it's improbable. Um, but Biden, this is his for the taking. And you know what this reminds me of distinctly? The very first election that I was old enough to vote in was 1992. Clinton versus Bush. George H.W. Bush. And I distinctly recall, at that time, Governor Mario Cuomo, uh, Andrew Cuomo, of course, the current governor of New York, Mario Cuomo was his dad. I say was because I think he passed away. I think. I think, I think Mario Cuomo passed away. I'll have to double-check that during the break. I don't want to say the guy's dead, and it turns out he's not. Um, but um, Mario Cuomo was under tremendous pressure to get into the race. And he didn't, and Clinton ended up being the nominee. But uh, it was a very similar thing to what we're seeing right now with Biden, where any poll would clearly show the strength of a potential Mario Cuomo candidacy. He was an extraordinarily popular governor in New York. So was Andrew Cuomo, but it's a very blue state. Um, And it was back then, too. Uh, Nothing's changed. But Mario Cuomo was so popular and so well-liked, in some ways I think more than his son. Um, I think people trusted him more than they trust his kid. But there was enormous pressure on him to get in, and he just didn't want it. I remember seeing him on Donahue, being interviewed on Donahue. Remember Donahue? Phil Donahue? And uh, just the entire conversation and all the questions from the audience and at that point two live daytime shows would actually take phone calls uh, you know they would only be live in certain markets but um, everybody uh, it was just you know governor please run we really want you to run I remember Donnie Hussein to him I don't know how you can stand on the edge of this incredible opportunity and not want to do this and Cuomo just didn't feel like he was the guy. Remarkably enough, but it was his if he wanted it, but he didn't quite want it. And maybe Biden doesn't quite want it either, but I suspect he does. See, the big difference being Joe Biden clearly wants to be president. I mean, come on, you, you can you can see it on him. He wants to be president. He likes to be at the center of the action. And, and all the polling data indicates he absolutely should get in. And I really believe he could be the nominee. And I, I I still think he might get in, but we'll see. But the clock is ticking, Joe. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. More Unleashed coming up. Don't go anywhere. The
2: Real Conscious Connection. Ohm Times Radio. IOM FM. What if living didn't have to be so serious? What if you could move beyond your problems with greater confidence and ease than you've ever imagined? Throw your labels out the window and join the irreverent therapist for practical tips and a very different way of approaching the changes you would like to create. Marilyn Bradford and Pam Hodling have empowered hundreds of people to come out of self-judgment, quit looking to experts, and begin to create the lives they desire. Join us Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on The Irreverent Therapist Show. The number one reason girls drop out of school in sub-Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit HumanityHealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Being a radio host on IOM FM allows you to build your show on a rich platform with the power of the Internet to fulfill your outreach goals and connect with a very special... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
0: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess?
2: Aha, in my dentist's office...
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Specialized and global online audience, unlimited by time and distance. Ohm Times Radio will provide you with web relevance, a recognizable conscious brand, and with the standard of excellence that has accompanied every single Ohm Times endeavor. Host your show with Ohm Times Radio Network.
1: Dr. Kevin here, and I want to invite you every Thursday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, to join me on The Dr. Kevin Show, where we have a diversity of guests who help you step outside the box, behind the curtain, and see what a load of crap is going on in the world today, so you have more information with which to make better decisions. We'll see you there. Namaste.
2: Feed your soul with Waves of Consciousness, on Ohm Times Radio.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Matt Connerton, Unleashed. We are live on this Tuesday evening on Ohm Times Radio and IPM Nation, coming to you from the Uptown Auto Repair Studio in Manchester, New Hampshire, broadcasting worldwide. Of course, you can hear the show every uh, Tuesday and uh, Thursday night on Ulm Times Radio. And uh, also, too, a couple uh, additional shows. Uh, we are five nights a week on the IPM Nation live station, 24-7 from the Uptown Auto Repair Studio and uh, powered by the Atlas Society. And uh, very honored to have those associations and sponsorships and so forth. They uh, help pay the bills and keep the lights on, and that is uh, absolutely critical <laughs> to doing this. So very happy about that. And uh, on Home Times, as far as I know, we're still the black sheep, as we like to say. We're the only uh, political program that I know of. But I do know that they're adding more more programming and more channels and all this good stuff. So for all I know, I could be wrong, but we'll always be the first political show that was on Home Times. Actually, I don't even know if that's true. There might have been someone before us. But I'll, I'll continue to toil under that delusion that we were first. How's that? <laughs> of course, uh, if you'd like to join us tonight, uh, we are only halfway through our journey, uh, so you can give us a call at 603. I'm sorry, nope, that's the old number. Let me give you the new number, because the old number won't help you. Uh, 617-417-4IPM. That's IPM for IPM Nation. 617-417-4IPM. Do you prefer things numeric? We can do that. 617 417 of course, you can also access the chat room. If you go to ipmnation.com slash Radio. you can click the chat tab on the far right. Uh, you have also there our phone number and, of course, the links to our Twitter, Facebook, what have you. So all our contact information is right there on that page, so I don't have to repeat all of it for you. Oh, but I will remind you, you can call or text at that number I gave you. So feel free to uh, enter the conversation tonight. Jen's got the night off, so it's just me. And uh, don't forget, too, tomorrow on the television edition of Matt Connerton Unleashed, which is every Tuesday. I'm sorry, every well, – wow well, I'm confused. <laughs> it's hot tonight here at the Uptown Auto Repair Studio, and I'm just – I'm sweating out my uh, brain. Um, hard to believe, it's almost October, and yet it's uh, it was a very, very warm day. I like the heat, Uh, although there are concerns about climate change. But I I must tell you, I do enjoy the heat. Uh, So every Wednesday at 2 p.m. is what I meant to say, 2 p.m. Eastern on IPM Nation, you can see the television edition of Matt Connerton Unleashed. You can see my smiling visage. And uh, my guest this week will be the wonderful Dr. Kevin, host of The Dr. Kevin Show. So he's been on my show many times, both the radio and TV edition, but it's been a while since he's been on the TV edition uh, because uh, he travels a lot. We're not always in the same state. Hell, we're not always in the same country because he spent the summer over in the U.K., but he's back. He's back on American soil, at least for now. So we'll we'll get caught up tomorrow on the TV edition of the show. Um, I'm also going to be, by the way, the hour preceding that, and you can see this on IPM Nation as well, uh, I will be on, uh, once again, on John Hopwood's show, Ward 13, with John Hopwood. It's going to be me. Uh, John invited me to co-host with him this this week, and we'll be talking with uh, Peter White and Joel Elber from Mansterdam, uh, another very popular television program. So that'll be fun. The four of us together, I think, will be quite uh, uproarious, if I may use such a word. That's a word I haven't heard in a long time, uproarious. Hey, um... Uh, we'll uh we 'll get to some other specific topics, but I do want to I want to introduce a new segment i 've never really had dr Kevin on his show he has segments you know um i 've never really done that. I just kind of fly by the seat of my pants, as some of you may have noticed um, but I think i 'm going to introduce an actual segment or segment as uh, one of our old i p m nation hosts used to say. Uh, we, we had a, a host who, um, uh, she used to say segment. She'd put in that extra syllable. I have no idea. No idea why. Um, no, nope, my phone app is going off there. Um, so, uh, and uh, what it is, is uh, a little bit of fact-checking. Um, PolitiFact.com, a wonderful website. I love fact-checking websites, like PolitiFact or FactCheck.org, you know, where they um, take what these politicians say and actually fact-check them, because there is such a thing as facts and truth, uh, even in politics. Uh, well, actually, sort of outside of politics, uh, because within politics, everything just gets spun, and sometimes just the truth just blatantly twisted and uh, altered <laughs> to suit. Who, whomever it is, uh, is uh, discussing whatever it is they're talking about. Um, but, uh, but if you believe in facts and truth, then you might enjoy a site like PolitiFact, which is a Pulitzer Prize-winning fact-checking site. So uh, what I want to do uh, every time uh, every night on the show now is uh, we'll take a moment and just do, on the homepage of uh, PolitiFact.com is uh, a list of our latest fact checks. And um, it's just a page of, I don't know, there's about eight or ten that we can just run through quickly, and then we'll move on, uh, of of just quick fact-checking things, things that they have checked very recently, as in today, and posted about. So here are the latest fact-checks on politifact.com. And by the way, for those who are new to the show, because I know we're we're always picking up new listeners, um, I am not an ideologue. I am a, more of a uh, uh, practical pragmatist. Uh, I don't, I, I'm registered as a Democrat because I might want to run for something at some point, and independents don't win, but I'm, I'm really an independent. Um, I find both parties repulsive in all kinds of ways, and I really don't believe in any of these people, and I support independent candidates as much as possible. So just so you know where I'm coming from, in case you are new to the show, and that's why I like, thing, I like things like PolitiFact.com, because they fact-check everyone, both Republicans and Democrats. There's no bias. It's just fact-checking. And let's be honest, they both lie, Republicans and Democrats. They all lie. So let's have some fun. So anyway, that's why I want to do a segment like this. We'll go through these quickly. All right. John Kasich said, quote, when I left Washington, we had a $5 trillion surplus sur- surplus. surplus. Again, it's very hot in here tonight. Um, that is mostly false, according to the truth of meter uh, That was projected, a 10-year figure that did not come to pass. Tom Cole said, there's no money for Planned Parenthood in the bill that would keep the government open. That is true, a matter of the federal budget process. Bernie Sanders says, the largest low-wage employer is not McDonald's or Walmart, but the U.S. government. That is mostly false. Uh, ben Carson said We've had examples like in Yuma County uh, where we've been able to stop 97% of illegal immigration flow, and those programs they abolish. That is mostly false. Uh, he oversimplified that beyond recognition, as politicians will often do. Jeb Bush said the tax policies of George W. Bush created a dynamic effect of high growth. <laughs> yeah, we all know that's BS. Uh, Politifact says, according to the Truth Meter, that is mostly false. On economic growth, Bush trailed other recent presidents. Ben Carson said, There is not one of the Muslim nations that doesn't have discrimination against women, discrimination against gays, subjugation of other religious beliefs. That is mostly false. There are some exceptions. Ted Cruz said, When Reagan came in from 78 to 82, economic growth averaged less than 1% a year. There's only one other four-year period where that's true. That's true from 2008 to uh, 2012. That is mostly false. Uh, Includes some serious logical flaws. (laughs) Donald Trump said the birther movement was started by Hillary Clinton in 2008. She was all in. Uh, My BS meter red lines at that assertion. And, of course, that is false. No evidence points to Clinton. Martin O'Malley, and if you don't know who he is, he's one of the other uh, Democratic uh, candidates who no one cares about, uh, says the cascading effects of climate change contributed to the rise of ISIS. Um, Believe it or not, uh, mostly true, uh, studies and experts agree. Uh, There is a correlation there. Uh, Hillary Clinton said, under Republicans, recessions happen four times as frequently as under Democrats. Uh, mostly true, about five times as much, actually. Uh, there's a viral image that says Bernie Sanders opposes requiring all children to have a through K-12 education. Uh, that is false. That was more than four decades ago. Donald Trump said when Carly Fiorina says Hewlett-Packard revenues went up, that's because she bought Compaq. It was a terrible deal. That's mostly true. Uh, Carly Fiorina said, that says, uh, says that when Trump was forced to file for bankruptcy, not once, not twice, uh, but four times, uh, that is mostly true, uh, although not personal bankruptcy, uh, and there, there is an, that's a very important distinction, which we've talked about before on the show. Um, Marco Rubio said, we had a three-hour debate, no discussion about the national debt, very little about the economy, mostly true. Uh, there was some discussion, but not much. Rand Paul said, there's never been a direct Supreme Court case on people who were here illegally, whether or not their kids are citizens. That is mostly true. Still, there is a longstanding precedent for birthright citizenship, I and mean, it's in the Constitution. Uh, a town hall audience member said, you know, our current president is Muslim. You know, he's not even an American. Uh, that is pants on fire false, according to the Truth Meter. Mike Huckabee said the government made accommodations uh, to the Fort Hood shooter to let him grow a beard for religious reasons. That is mostly false. Uh, Carly Fiorina, oh, and this one we've talked about. Uh, One of the Planned Parenthood videos shows a fully formed fetus on the table, blah, blah, blah. You all remember that from the debate. Uh, That is uh, false. Uh, Donald Trump says Marco Rubio has the worst voting record there is today. Uh, Mostly true. Rubio missed a third of votes. And Trump says that uh, Mexico doesn't have birthright citizenship, and Americans are the only ones to have it. That is false. Mexico does have birthright citizenship, and so do 31 other countries. (laughs) I've heard him say much about that lately. There's probably a reason for that. He should probably get his facts straight. So uh, we are up against one more break, and then we're going to come back and we'll finish up. We'll make sure we get through... uh, the remainder of the issues that I want to talk about, I still need to talk about Boehner. Boehner is uh, in the process of saying goodbye to Congress very important and I have a you know not a not a great impressive leader or anything, but I do have a concern about him not being there and I'll explain what I mean when we come back. We've got one more segment to go on unleashed don't go away..
2: The The Real Conscious Connection. Om Times Radio. IOM FM. Come heal
1: yourself. What is healing? Healing is nothing but connecting to your all knowing higher self that already has solutions to all your problems and is always there to guide you. Through this show,
2: we help you to connect with that you are. And help you realize the innate potential you have to heal every aspect
1: of your life. So come heal yourself every Tuesday, 11 a.m. Eastern, with your host, Monica Goyal. Namaste.
2: The number one reason girls drop out of school in Sub Saharan Africa is lack of access to feminine hygiene products. The Pads for School Girls Project, an outreach of Humanity Healing International, is changing this paradigm by setting up sewing programs at schools, teaching girls a vocational skill while producing the reusable pads that help keep them attending classes. The girls pay it forward by making and giving pad kits to other girls in need. To learn more, visit humanityhealing.org. Humanity Healing is where your heart is. Host your show on iomfm, the radio network of Om Times Media, one of the more recognized brand names in the conscious community, and is backed by the extensive marketing reach of Om Times. Hosting a show on iomfm immediately connects you with our extensive dedicated community. Hello, I'm Miriam Knight of New Consciousness Review, inviting you to my new show where I interview the rising stars of the conscious awakening. We'll explore the many faces of consciousness and action and intriguing perspectives on life, the universe, and everything in between. Join us each Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern on The Rising Stars Show. Your Conscious Connection to a more mindful world. Om Times Radio. IOM
1: FM. Welcome back, everybody. Matt Connerton, Unleashed. We are live on this Tuesday night, and uh, as we cruise into our final segment, speaking of cruise, uh <laughs> see what I did there? Ted Cruz. Um, this popped up. Uh, Rand Paul rebukes Ted Cruz. Uh, This showed up on CNN just uh, a couple hours ago. It says here, The rift between Ted Cruz and Rand Paul political allies turned rivals widened on Tuesday when Paul decried his Senate colleagues' hardline tactics. Paul criticized Cruz for breaching Senate decorum, saying the Texan could not accomplish any of his legislative priorities because of how much his GOP colleagues despise him. Uh, Paul said in an interview on Fox News Radio on Tuesday, Quote, Ted has chosen to make this really personal and chosen to call people dishonest in leadership and call them names, which really goes against the decorum and also against the rules of the Senate. And as a consequence, he can't get anything done legislatively. He is pretty much done for, and it's really because of personal relationships or lack of personal relationships, and it is a problem. Unquote. Paul said he was still just as hardcore in taking the establishment, taking on the establishment as Cruz but has declined to call colleagues' names. Last month, Cruz said on the Senate floor that the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, had lied to him. Paul and Cruz have had a close relationship as two of the most libertarian members of the Senate GOP, but even though they were both elected with Tea Party support, they have increasingly forged different paths of power in the Senate. Paul has allied himself with fellow Kentuckian McConnell, Mitch McConnell, endorsing the Senate Majority Leader during his re-election bid last year when the Ultimate Insider faced down a conservative primary challenger. McConnell uh, reciprocated the favor by endorsing Paul's presidential bid this year. Paul's critique of Cruz came on the same day that the Texas senator unveiled a leadership team of libertarians who supported Paul's father, former Representative Ron Paul of Texas. The Liberty Leaders for Cruz coalition featured Iowans saying Ron Paul's legacy was best perpetuated by Cruz. Um, awkward in a way. Uh, the biggest thing about Ted Cruz was that I knew he had been endorsed by Ron Paul and by Rand Paul, said, uh, County Supervisor Crystal McIntyre on Tuesday. Speaking of Cruz's Senate race, you know what would be interesting, by the way, and I don't like Ted Cruz and he creeps me out, but, uh, a lot of my conservative friends do like him, but, um, and my dad likes him apparently, which surprised me a bit, but, uh, you know, (laughs) <laughs> it would be interesting to see him as the Republican nominee because I'm trying to think. I mean, when in history, it, it may have happened, but not not in modern times, I don't think, uh, where you've had a, um, a candidate of either party who really just seemed to have a lot of folks within his own party who just hate him. I mean, Ted Cruz is really deeply disliked by so many people uh, in his own party, and he doesn't seem to care. You know, he, he says what he thinks and does what he wants and doesn't care, and there is something admirable in that, certainly, although I personally don't like him and I think he's dangerous. Uh, but, uh, but to see someone like that, who really doesn't have the support of his own party, be the nominee... That would be interesting, you know the, the political junkie in me kind of wants to see that happen just because I think that would be interesting to see that play out but uh, but uh, you know <laughs> he and Rand are i mean I understand why they both appeal to libertarians in some ways, I guess, but uh, Ted Cruz to me really is is more of a just a right wing extremist than he is any kind of libertarian, and Rand Paul has been a huge disappointment in many ways to libertarians. So neither of them, I think, are worthy of carrying that mantle. And I know that uh, they both appeal to Tea Partiers. But to me, I mean, Tea Partiers and Libertarians certainly have some things in common, but (laughs) they're also very different in a lot of ways. Um, I want to get to, uh, before we wrap up, a couple more things. A quick note, because I did mention during the intro... Uh, Marco Rubio and Jeb Bush reminding us uh, who's really in charge. Uh, this popped up on Politico. Bush and Rubio race for Wall Street cash. The Florida rivals have dueling fundraisers in New York next month as they court elite GOP donors. Um, I had maybe a month ago, five weeks ago, uh, talked on the show about um, you know the three top recipients of Wall Street donor money. Uh, Thus far in this campaign, number one has been Hillary Clinton, and uh, number two has been Jeb Bush, and third has been Marco Rubio. And, you know, I said in the intro, they remind us of who's really in charge. Uh, Wall Street and the big banks and the financial sector, they own our Congress. And I say all the time, these people don't really work for us. You know, we go in and put our names on our little ballots and and reaffirm our support for these, these clowns who... Uh, are not interested in serving us or representing us. They represent whomever they really work for uh, being the donors. And, you know, it's, it's become, I think Jesse Ventura was the first one I ever heard say it, but now uh, I, I hear it said a lot, you know, Jen says it a lot, you know, they should all have to wear NASCAR suits. So you can see who really, um, who their, their sponsors are, so to speak, because that's who's really in charge. And... This is a reminder of that. And, you know, the, these people do not work for us, uh, Republicans and Democrats alike. Um, there's uh, other news, of course, uh, big news. Uh, it happened the day after um, the Pope gave uh, a big uh, speech to Congress. Uh, John Boehner uh, stepping down, leaving not only his uh, speakership, but uh, leaving Congress. Uh, he's he's out completely, and, you know, I haven't heard anything or read anything, but I, I assume he's got some sort of, um, you know, a, a, a cushy uh, lobbying gig waiting for him on K Street or something because that's usually what happens, and it's sort of this revolving door that you hear about. Um, you know, I, I remember when Eric Cantor got tossed. He got beaten by a, a Tea Party, or he got primaried out in uh, his state, uh, Virginia, and, uh, you know, I said at the time, uh, "Cry no tears for Eric Cantor." Uh, yes, his political career might be over, but then he he walks into a lobbying job, making where his salary is millions, millions. I don't remember uh, who the lobby is, lobbying firm is, or, or, or who it was he went to work for. But you know, uh, that's that's part of what's so corrupt about the system. Now, of course, the free market capitalist in me on the one hand says, well, how is that corrupt? They should be free to, when they leave government, go and get whatever job they want. I mean, that's, you know, someone offers them a job, they should be free to take that job. Um, The flip side of that is that, um, that, of course, incentivizes these people to make whatever deals they're going to make while they're still in Congress or somewhere in Washington, to uh... it incentivizes them to make whatever deals are going to ensure that they have that cushy job waiting for them when they leave office you know it's pretty easy to figure out uh... how the game is played and i'm not saying that that's the case with john Boehner. again i haven't read or seen anything on that yet here's my one concern though i'm concerned and i guess kevin mccarthy is is the front runner to replace him. And I'm going to have to study up on him. I don't know a lot about Kevin McCarthy. The little bit that I do know, it sounds like he's kind of a a pragmatist, much like Boehner. You know, the the conservatives uh, and the Tea Partiers in particular would tend to get very frustrated with Boehner because they thought he was too—they thought he would capitulate too much in terms of, um, you know, dealing with the Democrats and so forth. Um, And then there's those of us who— thought that, uh, I mean, I'm not a Republican, but there are those Republicans and a lot of people like me who also, uh, on the outside, who who thought that he should have stood up to the Tea Party or more because I believe the Tea Party is dangerous on one very, very specific issue, and this is my concern about Boehner leaving. Um, you know, every time the debt limit comes up now, and I've talked about that on the show a million times, I haven't brought it up in a while, but Um, we have come perilously close on multiple occasions to actually defaulting on our debt by not raising the debt limit when necessary. Uh, This never used to be an issue uh, until the Obama presidency, and then the Republicans began to use this as a bargaining chip. Mitch McConnell famously once said that he thought that the debt ceiling was a hostage worth taking, his exact words, in terms of of, uh, the Republicans getting what they want. And John Boehner, being one of the adults in the room, always understood that that absolutely must not happen. Obviously, the Republican Party is supposed to be the party of fiscal responsibility, so it makes sense to uh, have negotiations on the budget and try to get the budget down and be responsible with the budget. But uh, people always conflate. I think a lot of these people literally don't understand what the difference is between the debt limit and the federal budget itself. They are two different things. And you have to raise the debt limit in order to pay off the debt that you already incurred via the budget, so it's it's money that you've already promised you're going to pay. And any economist will tell you, you know, it's not just some zany uh, left wing Keynesian economist that'll tell you this. You know, right wing supply side econo- uh, economists will tell you this too. Uh, under no circumstances can the United States ever be allowed to actually go into default on our nation's debt. It would uh trigger a global economic calamity that would make you know the the great depression look like the roaring 20s uh, it would it would cause something it would be catastrophic we we might not recover from it in our lifetimes if that were to happen that's how serious and dangerous it is i mean it's almost as scary as a nuclear war <laughs> so uh econo- that's what i often refer to it as economic armageddon and Boehner, um as hard as it is for him and why he, he seems to be very weak in some ways and never seemed like he enjoyed his job much. Um, you know, while on the one hand it would have been nice if he were a little bit more forceful in standing up to those in his own party who would have us go off of a cliff, um, at least he was an adult in the room and understood why that couldn't be allowed to happen and made sure. And I would give Mitch McConnell the same credit. I don't say a lot of nice things about Mitch McConnell, but again, another adult in the room who understood why that can never happen and they would make sure that that didn't happen and that something was worked out, even if it was worked out at the, ex- uh, the at the last possible minute, even if it was worked out after our credit rating, our nation's credit rating had already been downgraded, at least we didn't go off a cliff. And I'm worried that with Boehner gone, we're going to get someone, whether it's Kevin McCarthy or somebody else, some tea partier who doesn't get it, and we do end up having economic Armageddon, and I worry about that. Uh, Anyway, but so long to John Boehner. I'm sure he'll shed some tears on his way out. We are out of time. Don't forget the television edition of Unleashed tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern, on IPM Nation. My guest is Dr. Kevin. We'll be back Thursday night with another live radio edition of the show right here, and we'll talk at you all then. Good night, everybody.